It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today on Locked On Rockies, the new look schedule is going to be a benefit, hopefully, for the Colorado Rockies. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for the 14th day of October in the year 2022. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden. You see what I did there? See, I combined podcasts with Paul. I did the thing where, yeah, yeah, pretty funny. (laughs) Anyway, this is your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. If you were looking for... Colorado Rockies talk each and every day. Well, you have found the right podcast because that's what we do around here. We talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your team every day. And like I said, if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, you are in the right spot. Who am I? Well, I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire. I've been following the team my entire life and been bringing you your daily Rockies talk here for over two seasons now. And as we're navigating the offseason, just kind of we did a player ranking of Jonathan Dodds. We'll do more player rankings, but wanted to keep talking about some storylines that were prevalent in uh, the game here and some stuff that that's going to be changing and something for us to, to look forward to as Rockies fans, because I think this is a good step forward for the game. I think the division rivalry is overrated. I think it's something that can still exist in the new look baseball format that we're going to get. But I think part of the staleness of baseball is you have this long season, you play so many games. It's unfortunate that it ends up being against so many of the same team over and over and over again, even when they're playing the best. I mean, for some people, yes, it's exciting that the Dodgers would come into uh, Coors Field all the time and the Padres and the Giants and, and, and Arizona. And they, you know, they might be from there, especially with how many people from California are in Colorado now. But you are severely limited to the players that you're exposed to in the in the grand scheme of the game. And it's unfortunate when it kind of dilutes the entire process. In my eyes, the teams like the Dodgers benefit from playing in the National League West because they play teams like the Diamondbacks and the Rockies so much. I mean, the Dodgers are a great team. They're not just that good because of how of, of only playing the NL West. To be as good as the Dodgers and to be what they want to be, they have to be better than the best and to beat teams that are like the Astros and things of that nature. But they also benefit and get to have 116 win teams and 160 or you know or whatever 100 plus win seasons because of the way that the schedule was and how many division games that they played against each other now in a really weird turn of faith uh, the rockies actually were a team that beat the dodgers more than any team in baseball but when you look at nine so the rockies had 93 losses 11 of those losses came at the hands of the Dodgers. And so if you take away all those games, let's just take away all of the series here from uh, the Rockies altogether. So that will take away eight wins. The Rockies would finish up at a 60 and 82 to, uh, win team. So still in a bit of a, in, in some trouble there, obviously still well below 500 this year, uh, but it's still, it's, it, you, you, you kind of can see like how much 
that uh, like how big of an impact that can make when you play especially six of your final games i mean that that was something that was uh, the, uh an absolutely ridiculous <laughs> way to finish the season and kind of keeping with uh the the, the theme of things here you look at the rockies against the pot or the giants the giants dominated the rockies 14 of the lot rockies 91 losses this year came at the hands of the giants so when you look at it that's 25 losses of the of the rockies 91 so let's do 25 divided by 91 so over a quarter of the rockies losses this season alone came from two teams Two teams that you had to play a ton of times. And it's disappointing, of course. The Rockies aren't able to take... You want to be the best in your division. The Rockies want to win the NL West. It's something they've never done. But it's going to be nice when teams that are whipping your tails, you don't have to see them as much. You're not going to see the Giants 19 times. You're not going to see the Dodgers 19 times. You're not going to have about even like a, a closer to 27% of your losses this season come from two teams that means baseball gets to kind of be a little bit more weird we get to see some of these random type of series where hot streaks are going to come into a favor and the rockies can hopefully embrace not having to go through three juggernaut teams of yeah the giants weren't good but california road trips never good for the rockies never a good time when the rockies have to go on the road to play san francisco san diego and la all in the same road trip this the big the big question of this and we'll dive more deeper into the actual schedule and i see your comment there in the live chat nicholas how can the rockies the rockies have to perform on the road in different conditions now they are going to be like teams that are coming into course field they are going to have to be able to adjust at different altitudes different time zones because the rockies will be a team they won't be a mariners or a california team or even arizona but they are some of they are one of the teams further west there's some texas teams maybe that you could put put in this as well depending on the way you look at it but the rockies will be doing some travel the rockies will be covering some ground and it shouldn't be nothing new but when you just look at some of the away series they do go all the way to seattle they do go to boston they go to atlanta uh you know they go to tampa bay they go to baltimore they they go they cross the border up in uh, uh to uh, it says i guess i i think toronto might be home i i'm, I'm misreading here on uh, the breakdown on uh uh rocks pile here but anyway I mean that's some serious travel the Rockies are are gonna have to do are, are gonna have to do and that's gonna be a factor. The Rockies have to be prepared for that and that it's another factor to put into uh, this road the the road being uh, a, a place where the Rockies need to get better at and that might be something where this new schedule doesn't benefit when you can have that familiarity of all right I've been for. Charlie Blackman, for example, how many times has he played at Dodger Stadium in Arizona, in San Diego, all of those places that, you know, they are all of the uh, there's there's a familiarity there. But uh, Eric, you are uh, you're you're right. Less rigidity is ideal. Uh, I, I think it's 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 going to be really good. And Nicholas nails it also here. It'll be nice to see more players that we won't normally get to see. That's something with this schedule that is going to be a huge, huge plus for baseball fans. You are going to get more chances to see Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. You're going to get more chances to see, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, 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 
the 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 Braves, the World Series champions. You're gonna be able to see Julio and the and the Mariners. You're gonna see uh, you know what the Rays are up to. You're gonna be able to play a high flying offense in Toronto. You're gonna be able to see all of those type of players. You're gonna see you know whatever the Yankees are looking like. There are a lot of really good uh, reasons for this for the fans. On top of this, should be opportunities for the Rockies, and it's opportunities for the Rockies to get more experience to see what it will take to beat the best teams in the league because again you got to go against the best and they might be small stints but you do have a set next year against the Astros you got it you know with having a set against everybody you're gonna have to beat the bad teams and you're gonna have opportunities to take on the best and that is going to be something the Rockies need to prove themselves with uh next season um let's take a look at some of the series to be excited about and some of the matchups we think will be good for the Rockies here on the schedule and a little bit more conversation about the new look balanced schedule but before we do that got to tell you about our friends at bet online betonline.net is your number one source for all your football betting info this season and guess what it's also your number one source for all your major league baseball playoff betting action you can see all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth articles plus analysis on every game you can find at betonline.net bet online remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information that includes live betting that includes stuff like esports they have so much information right there for you and it's available on both your mobile device and your pc browser at betonline.net it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events including major league baseball playoffs mma boxing golf all the football action college and pro you can head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more at betonline.net bet online where the game starts some stuff I'm really excited about with the Rockies. I think uh, your series against the Angels is always exciting because if you get an opportunity to see Shohei Otani pitch and hit at Coors Field, that is something you cannot miss. I think that would be a great, great ticket to get there. The Rockies will be meeting up with a lot of former players as well. The Rockies will reunite with Trevor Story next year in Boston for, uh, from June 12th to the 14th. That'll be a nice look. It won't be probably as much as the the Nolan thing, but Trevor Story, someone that uh, very much etched his name into Rockies fandom and will be, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a reminisce there. So we'll kind of have uh, some similar emotions and feelings there as the Rockies head to historic ballpark. But yes, Eric, like you mentioned, the Rockies are going to evade, avoid playing six straight games against the same team. I, that was still, I just think that this is uh, uh, an absolute joke <laughs> i i just really think that it is uh a, a joke uh, but um you know they they are i i just don't know how that happened you know i just really don't know how that was allowed to uh to occur <laughs> you know I, it just seems so strange to me that uh this that that that's how the season ended for the rockies but it is going to be so refreshing to be able to see so many different teams. Just because you forget about so many other players. We didn't the Rockies can see a young exciting Guardians team next year with potential with you know 
and 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 I think you can learn a lot from all these teams when you can when you get exposed to these other teams more and more when you're now that they're in your ballpark or you're in their ballpark you're crossing paths you're seeing how they're doing business whether they're being successful whether they're not being successful rebuilding in the midst of the playoff race getting exposed to all these different types of ball is going to be really good I hope for the front office as well when they can continue to research and look and and get more looks and talks with people when it comes to the business side of the game you're actually going to see do be able to do some more in-person looks and see how certain potential trade targets look like or potential free agents that are coming up in the offseason how they look on the field uh, in addition to being able to just exp- to, to kind of see how your team is going to stack up i really think it's going to be a nice way or a good way to, to, to see which teams really are going to be the, 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 the top drawer playoff caliber teams. We are really, after the season shakes out, it's not always going to be perfect because, you know, some a team might play a really good team in the beginning of the year where they're struggling or vice versa. You know, there's all sorts of things that can get in the way, sure. But we're getting little playoff previews here and there. We'll get some big uh, ALNL matchups later in the year that could be little World Series previews. We'll be getting ALCS matchups, NLCS matchups in in certain times of the year. And it's not and of course it's a bummer the the, the division race is always going to be great and but that I think with less opportunities to beat your division that means to win your division, you have to take advantage of every opportunity that you have against your division rivals. So it's going to add a whole other layer to winning the division. I think that is going to be something that is is it adds a a, a whole unique kind of perspective into the the chase, uh, and it's it, it's 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 something that I think is a good way to grow and expose the game to more and more folks you're gonna learn new players next year that you didn't know you're gonna learn more about teams that are doing things different you're gonna learn more about teams like the kansas city royals you know there might not be much going on i'm sure but you're gonna see what washington does at you know what if what does washington do you're gonna see the new look baltimore team you're gonna have plenty of time you know you're still going to see lots of of trips with you're you're still going to see them match up but it's just so nice to look at the schedule there thursday march 30th you open the season uh there at the padres so you do get you start with a little season opener you do have some dodgers but then after that for the rockies it's it's three weeks basically about two and a half more of nationals cardinals mariners pirates phillies guardians then you get another three game set again with the D-backs but then you get a whole month where you really you don't even see the division again until the end of it but you get to see teams from across the game and you really get to see at how you're going to stack up against some of these teams and and it's going to be kind of nice that you're not going to go through some of the, the the slogs that you might have against the division and you know it's it's going to be nice to see the Dodgers way less it's going to be a benefit for the Rockies but uh, it's also going to be a benefit for the fans as well as I'm kind of just quickly going through there. You're still got about, I think it's two or three series against each divisional team here. And um, to finish out the season, it's a nice homestand here uh, with uh, the, for the Rockies. When, with finishing up against the Twins, which honestly could be a really interesting uh, 
race at the at the bottom there that those could be uh it is a uh it is a really really cool thing uh to see that the the rockies are going to get opportunities to, to to play all the teams i just love it so much uh, eric you got a great comment there and i think that's a uh, a good concern to have and we'll dive into that right after this Eric Harper in the live chat says, apropos of nothing, I'm probably way behind in saying this, but the volume of the away fans, of course, pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 there. It's it does it it ag- aggravates me as well, as especially because it's a win while the Rockies are losing, because it's it's fans in the stands, it is uh people paying their money and people going to games, but uh not for the other team. And I I think that will be something you're going to see a lot of. I mean it's no surprise when the Cubs roll in the town, you're gonna see a lot of Cubs fans win the same with uh if if the po- the Giants or not the Giants. Well yeah with the Giants. I mean any California team really uh, but you will see a lot of away fans travel to Colorado and the Rockies. Again, one thing this will benefit the front office was this will be something that helps the Rockies with their attendance. There's no way that fans of these other teams that have that that want to go visit Colorado, that want to go try something different. Uh, they are going to go out there and, and see what you know, they're going to go to course field. So I, I think you're still going to see until the Rockies play good winning consistent baseball you're still gonna be dealing with a a lot of issues when it comes to uh away fans dominating course field Uh, it's it's but uh you know dick monford doesn't care about that he is uh, a-okay uh angel 17 says do you think the rockies are in the market for a marquee free agent it's hard to tell i mean i i do i think they are in the market yes i mean i think the rockies think themselves that they they can be a uh someone that is going to be uh, able to attract players to come there. They are a team that has uh, luxuries that other teams don't have, in which I believe this team has more access to money and makes more money than other teams do. The, remember, this is a team that has a stadium deal in place, a stadium that just hosted the All-Star Game on short notice. Uh, they're also a team with a radio and TV deal. They're a team that was top 10 in attendance, it turns out, even though we thought that they were uh, top 11 in attendance this year. So are the Rockies going to be in the market for a marquee free agent? Yes. Are they going to get the marquee free agent? It all depends on how much money they really are truly willing to spend. Opponents are spending more and more money. That includes in-division opponents. Uh, There are two teams that spend more than just about anybody and are more aggressive on free agents than just about anybody in your division in the Padres, in the Dodgers. We've heard Dick Momfort and uh, before mention the market sizes and them not being able to do similar stuff like the Dodgers. So we'll see, but the Rockies can't do any nothing this offseason. If the Rockies do nothing this offseason, you will have a repeat of this year. Doesn't matter what Chris Bryant will bring to the lineup. Doesn't matter how healthy he is. It still will be a team that will fall short and uh, and not be able to, to, to hold a candle to playoff caliber teams. If the Rockies really want to go out and make a splash, they need to go out and get a power hitting outfielder and they need to be ready to turn to their young guys and get production from those young guys while also being able to either get a pitcher in a trade or something uh, viable there as well. Uh, Somehow convince some of these uh, free agent pitchers to come here and pitch for the Rockies and maybe a balanced schedule and uh, less time against some of these big division foes 
will be something uh, that they can use to uh, appeal to some of these free agents. But, uh, I mean, again, I think they will be in the market. But will they get a deal done? We'll see. But they did get Chris Bryant last offseason and did spend money re-signing people. So we can't sit here and say the Rockies did nothing in the offseason last year, as opposed to the trade deadline, which is obvious. But uh, they, they did go out and get a big marquee free agent from last year. So uh, we'll see how that pans out this offseason as well. Little balanced uh, schedule talk for you guys today on the pod. Hope you enjoyed it. But uh, here, before we wrap up, I got one more comment from Angel17. I know this is a stretch. If the Astros lose in the playoffs, do you think the Rockies would look into bringing Dusty Baker as a possible manager since his contract is up at the end of the year? No. I mean, I, I, I wish. That would be a very interesting. But the Rockies love loyalty. The Rockies love Bud Black. Bud Black ain't going anywhere uh, until after this season. He extend, he he just signed an extension. Uh, the Rockies are not going to be looking for a manager, and uh, I don't think the Astros would let Dusty go um, here with the team that they have. Uh, I think that they might uh, bring him back as well. But uh, that's going to do for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you so much to Angel Seventeen, Eric Harper, and Nicholas Duvall for joining the live chat. If you Subscribe to Locked On Rockies on YouTube. You can join into the live show. Know when we're live and pop in. Makes the shows a lot more fun, a lot better for me. Now that you made Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day, why don't you go make the Locked On MLB podcast your second listen of the day? And if you want to stay up to date with Colorado sports, go ahead and check out the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, and Locked On Nuggets podcast. Lots going on in Colorado sports, and those great podcasts are going to keep you guys all informed. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, you all have a wonderful weekend. You rock Nicholas Duvall. Thank you so much. And thank you, Angel, for tuning in. And I appreciate the kind words from the live chat. Folks, have a wonderful weekend. And until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.